Talk Radio 191 FM podcast. Tuesday through to Thursday at 9.05 a.m. on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado, John Moore, drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the Octagon to the Beehive to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. Molarina, John. Kiora Koto, and today it's all about the politics of workplace relations and economic class. The Labour Party has proposed substantial changes to industrial law in New Zealand. The centrepiece of its workplace reform agenda is fair party agreements, or FPAs. The aim of FPAs, according to Labour, would be to set agreed-to basic employment conditions across an industry. Yesterday, the corporate-backed think tank, the New Zealand Initiative, came out strongly against these proposed labour relation reforms. The think think tank has released a report arguing that fair pay agreements are a retrograde step harking back to centralised wage bargaining days. And the New Zealand Initiative believes that FPAs will undermine the economy. The stance of the business-backed think tank on fair pay agreements is in stark contrast to that of the union movement leadership in New Zealand. The Council of Trade Unions has come out firmly in support of fair pay agreements, and a recent study from the CTU argued that fair pay agreements would not have a negative impact on the economy. So two very contrasting views there. So why do we have these two very different positions on workplace reform in New Zealand? If one looks at this issue through a class-centred lens, then the reasons behind the two very conflicting positions does become clearer. The New Zealand Initiative is seen as coming from a very much a pro-business-centred perspective. And businesses are concerned that fair pay agreements could increase their costs with no actual increase in productivity. This concern has been articulated by Otago Chamber of Commerce Chief Executive Dougal McGowan, who has said that upward pressure on wages could force businesses to either put product or service prices up or to lay staff off. And of course he was implying that fair pay agreements would lead to an upward pressure on wages. In contrast, the trade union leadership in New Zealand is pushing hard for fair pay agreements to become a reality. Again, using a class-centred analysis, it is not surprising that the New Zealand union movement, which represents working people, would advocate for fair pay agreements. Fair pay agreements will place union leaders in a greater power position to negotiate with both business representatives and the state. And fair pay agreements are more than likely to lead to increases in pay rates and improved working conditions for workers across certain industries. So with workplace reform being such a polarising issue, expect this to be a hot topic for the rest of the year. And the big question in regards to proposed fair pay agreements is... Will the Labour-led government give in to corporate pressure and water down its industrial reforms, or will it act to empower its union allies? And that's your political roundup for today. Thank you very much for that, John. That's okay. Have yourself a wonderful day, my friend, and we'll talk again tomorrow morning. For sure. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.